Welcome to our semi-weekly Essay for FAs podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors and active investors, including retirement planning, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today I wanted to discuss a new direction in retirement research that could improve the effectiveness of your planning and enjoyment of your later years. For all too many, there is a dread of aging, be it of the physical signs of decay or the embarrassing lapses of memory. But for every dark cloud, there's a silver lining, as the saying goes. And if you think about it, aging and the way it manifests in different people offers a critical benefit, namely the unique clue it may provide to the biggest mystery in retirement planning, which is the date of one's death, the variable we need to solve for our savings and income needs. In other words, an older person who is fit and descended from parents who lived to be centenarians is likely to enjoy a similar lifespan as his parents, just as someone the same age suffering from poor health and with a less good genetic endowment may not have a lot of time left. The key distinction here is between chronological age and biological age. The subject of a forthcoming book called Longevity Insurance for a Biological Age by Moshe Maleski. The York University professor can always be found at the cutting edge of retirement research. In the past, that included assessing the worth of complex annuity products, investigating tontines as a solution to the retirement crisis, and now in informing the public that how many times you've circled the sun is of lesser importance to your retirement planning than your true biological age, which new scientific tools should help us get a better handle on. The implications are significant and likely contrary to some of your assumptions, as discussed in the January 27th issue of Barron's. For example, the conventional wisdom holds that the correct public policy needed to shore up Social Security would be to raise the retirement age. But such a policy would disadvantage those already disadvantaged with shorter lifespans. Molesky notes that the richest 10% of Americans enjoy more than an extra decade of life compared to the poorest 10%. On an individual level, the implications are better known. Why should a 60-year-old in poor health delay taking Social Security? And why should somebody who is in great shape and genetically predisposed to long life not work longer and save more for what could be a long retirement? As science improves our techniques for telling us which 60-year-olds are biologically 70 and vice versa, advisors will be able to improve their asset allocation modeling accordingly, building portfolios that can last an extra decade for future centenarians and so forth. Or, as Barron's goes on to say, Someone likely to live long need not take a losing bet on life insurance, but should rather purchase a lifetime income annuity. Ultimately, aging and its biological markers are a blessing for mankind, empowering us to properly plan for our deaths. Macabre though it may sound, preparing for death is the best way to prepare for life. It's not just about finding your number so you can spend your last dollar before expiring. Rather, it provides opportunity to improve those numbers, for example, through an appropriate diet and exercise regime, and of course, to fulfill your most cherished ambitions within the limits your biology may impose. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.